Learning Daf Lamed Aleph and Aleph, and we're picking up at the bottom of Lamed and Beis. The Gemara tells over the last line: Marbrei Dravina Avad Hilula Lebrei. So Marbrei Dravina made a wedding for his son Chazanu Lerabanan. So he saw the Rabanan there. Davu Kabad Chituva. They were laughing too much. They were too uh, too jovial. So Icy Kasa de Maika Bas Arba Miyazuzi. He brought a very expensive cup, precious cup. Worth 400 zuz. V'tavar Kaman, he broke it in front of them. V'atzihu. And they were a little bit sad. You know, he tempered their uh, their joy. Ravashi Yavad Hilulavrei. Ravashi also made a wedding for his son, Chazan Rabbanan. He told the Rabbanan, Davu Kabad Chituva, they were laughing too much. Aisi Kasa, the Zugita Chivarta. He brought a cup made from fine white glass. V'tavar Kaman, he broke it in front of them. V'atzihu. And he sat in their mood a little bit. Only the Rabbanan said to Rabbanan Nazuti, Behilula de Marbrei at the wedding of Marbrei Ravina, the son of Ravina, Lishila and Mar sing for us. Now apparently he felt that they were also being a little bit too uh, jovial. Amr Ali said to them, Vailan de Misnan, Vailan de Misnan, woe unto us, we're going to die, woe unto us, we're going to die. Amr they said to them back, Anan Manani Masech, what should we answer back after you? Amr Ali told them, Hai Taira, Vahe Mitzvah, the Magnulan. Where's the Torah? Where are the mitzvahs that are going to protect us? So he set their mood, you know, refocused them on uh, on life, what's important in life. Person's not allowed to fill his mouth with schok, with laughter in this world, you know, to laugh with no restraint. Then our mouths will be full of schog and our tongues of song. Right? At a time when the nations will say that Hashem did great to do whatever He did with Chayisol. That's, you know, when the Gula comes. So that'll be the time for filling our mouths with schog. Not today. They said about Reish Lakish, that for the rest of his life, he never filled his mouth with schok from the time he heard this from Rabbi Yochanan and his Rabbi. You don't get up to Davin Shman Esrei, not from Din, you know, you're just uh, judging a case, not from just being involved in working through the details of a Dvar only from Allah Psuka. Right? In the case of Din, in the case of Dvar your mind is going to be preoccupied thinking back to the Din, thinking back to the Dvar that's going to distract your kavanah. The halacha psuka something very, very uh, specific, and there's not so many svaras lakan lakan. So that's the right thing to have before you go into tefillah. You'll be able to focus on your davening. So what's that like exactly? What do you mean halacha psuka? What's an example of that? Even if they see a little bit of dam, like a mustard seed, they sit seven clean days. In other words, if a woman has dam at the regular time, regular period, so she's Tameya for seven days from the onset, regardless of how many days it goes on for. And as long as she's able to make a half sectara, to be clean at the end of the seventh day, so she could be tovo. But if a woman has dam at another time, below Isnidasa, not the period bleeding between periods. So then Allah is that if it goes on for three days, so she has to have Shiva Nikim, seven clean days before she can go to the mikvah. So Rabbi Zayar said that the Benotisho were Machman themselves, that even if they had a little drop of dam, it couldn't possibly require them to have Shiva Nikim, because for that you need three days in a row. Nonetheless, they were Machman to keep always 
for a drop of blood, it's Chivanikim. Rav Amar, Rav said another example of Allah Hapsukas, Kihad Rav Ishaya, like Ishaya said, Dam Rav Ishaya, Mari Madam al Tavuas, a person can make a harama. Harama is like a trick on his Tavuas, his produce. Umachnisa Bamot Shalai, you can bring it into the house with the chaff. Kidesh Dei Bamto Ochalas, in order that his animals should be able to eat from it, Uptuamina Maiser, and it should be Pater for Maiser, meaning he shouldn't have to be Maaser, take Chumas and Maisers from it, he could just give it to his animal as is. So Rashi explains the Allah is. When you thrash your tvuah and you winnow it and you do what's called digun, miruach, you, smooth, you have a pile of it after you threshed it and it's just a grain. And then you bring it into the house. So that's the point when it's chayiv in Chumas and Maisis Midaraisa. Before that point, it's not chayiv Midaraisa. So if you bring it into the house with the chaff around it, with the modes around it, before you've threshed it even, so then it's never going to be chayiv Midaraisa. So that was what they would do. They'd make a rama. They would bring it into the house with the moats. And now it's not chayven truma midaraisa. So why does it say only the animals can eat it? Why can't the people eat it? Because midaraban and there's a halacha that a person is not allowed to eat even before something becomes chayven truma midaraisa. He's not allowed to eat it bekviyas in achilas kava. But in achilas arai, like a snack, he's allowed to eat. So when a person eats, so we distinguish between an achilas arai, he can eat it, and an achilas kava, a permanent achilas he can't eat. But for animals, all animals eating is considered arai. So therefore, if he brings it in in the moats, he can feed it to his animals without being mafish to mishimashas. If you boys him, or there's a third opinion, what's a halach hapsuka, kyad ravun like afuna, dam ravuna, rabbi zira, hamakis dam behemas kachim, if a person lets the blood out of a behemas kachim, in the olden days, that was what they would do for, uh, for rafua. For healing purposes, they would let blood. So if somebody would let blood from a animal of Kajim, so that blood is Asr Bahana. Umayalim Bayan is going to be a of Me'ila, carbon Me'ila, meaning it's Asr to have enough from it, and your Midaraisa, you're going to have to bring a carbon Me'ila if you do. Okay, so we saw two opinions over here, and the Bryce says that you start davening from Allah Hapsuka. In the Mishnah, we learned that you daven from Kovid Rosh. So the Gemara tells us, Rabbanan Avdikimas Nisim Rabbanan, they used to do like the Mishnah, they would daven and be told Kovid Rosh. And Ravashi, Avdikim Bryce, he did like the Bryce. He would be makbid to start davening from a halach of sukkah. So that brings another opinion. You don't get up to daven. Lomitoch atz was not from the state of sadness. Lomitoch atz was not from a state of laziness. Lomitoch schok, not from schok, from uh, laughter. Lomitoch sicha, not sicha, which Rashi says means like leitzanus, like a little bit of uh, mockery. Lomitoch kalosrosh, lightheadedness. Lomitoch dvarim, not from dvarim betelim. Elamitech simcha shal mitzvah. Only from simcha shal mitzvah, a person should be happy from a mitzvah. Like Rashi says, nice things in the Torah, like very positive things, like we do. We have Gula, we talk about Gula's Mitzrayim, or we say Ashri Yosheve before we dive in Mincha. Those are things, very positive, comforting things that we find um, put us into a good mood. That's the thing that you want to go into Tefillah with. Simcha Shel Mitzvah. Similarly, a person shouldn't part from his friend, take leave of his friend. Not just from, you know, Idle chatter, lomitoch schok, not from laughter, lomitoch kalosor, lightheadedness, lomitoch from betalim, elomitoch. So we have the gears of varalacha, but that's different. The grad changes it to simcha shel mitzvah. In other words, you don't leave with one of those things. You leave, you part ways with simcha shel mitzvah. And we find this with the neviim, harishayim. Shesimu divrayim b'divrei shavach b'tanchamim. Their words end. So if yishayow, yirmiyow, yicheskel, they end on a good note with praises, with uh, comforting things, and that's the way that you part, and that's the way. That you daven. The Gemara brings a brisa, v'chein, or some take out the word v'chein. Tana Mari Bar Bar Braid Ravuna Braid of Yirmiyah Bar Abba. So he taught a brisa. Ayupad Adami Chaveru. A person shouldn't take leave of his friend. Elmi Toch Dvar Alacha. You shouldn't leave just 
with anything, you should leave with a dvar lacha. So before we saw according to the Girs of the Gra, Simcha Shal Mitzvah, and here he says, you should leave with a dvar lacha. Because the few part ways, talking about a dvar lacha, you're going to remember him through that. Kihad Rav Kahana, like the Ma'is with Rav Kahana, Avayil Rav Simi Barashi, he once accompanied Rav Simi Barashi, me Pum Nahara, from the place called Pum Nahara, the mouth of the river, literally, Ad Beit Sanita de Bavel, until Beit Sanita in Bavel, and Kimat Lassan, when he reached that place, Amrla, he said to him, Mar, the master. Now, in that place, there was apparently a lot of uh, Dekalim. Rashi says that the word Sanita means Dekalim, it means palm trees. This place was called Beit Sanisa de Bavel. It was the place where there was many, many palm trees in Bavel. So anyway, Kimat, so he said to them, Mar, Vada Damri Inji, is it true? What people say, that these palm trees in Bavel, they've been there since the time of Adam Rishon until now, which is obviously ridiculous to say that the palm trees have been there for thousands of years. He said, well, You reminded me something that Rabbi Yaisi Rabbi Chanina once said, which would explain that misconception. What does it mean? It says, In the land that no man ever passed through, and no man ever settled there. So the Pasuk is repetitious. Right? If no person ever passed through Hechiyashat, how could he have ever settled there? What the Pasuk is telling you is the following. Any land that Adam Rishon decreed, this will be settled. People will live here. That was settled eventually. And any land that Adam Rishon wasn't going to it to be settled, it was never settled. So apparently this area, you know, Adam region was guys that there should be the column there. And that's why there's the column there. So of course it wasn't the same palm trees, but this has been the place of palm trees, not people, and specifically palm trees since the times of Adam Rishan. tells over there of Mordechai, he accompanied Rasimi Barashi, from that place for Ad Bekipi till between the Kipi the, the rocks. Vamila Ad Beidua, some say until Beidua, another place. When a person davens, he has to direct his heart to a Kaddish Baruch Hu, to the Shemaim. There's a simon. When you daven, you have to have a kavan, like it says, Tachin Libam, prepare their hearts, Takshi Vaznecha, and then your ears will listen. In other words, when the people prepare their hearts, then your ears will listen to their tzidahs. This was the custom of Rabbi Akiva, when he was davening with the tzibur. So he would Finish quickly, he was short and quick, his davening, and he would, you know, take that back, he was finished. He didn't want to meet him at Shiyat where apparently they were waiting for him, or if he was the chazan, when he was davening by himself, a person would leave him, in other words, you'd walk out of the room and find, put him down, you know, in one corner, you'll come back and you'll find him in the different corner. He actually moved in his davening with all of his body movements and his shaking. The Cholka Chaman, why? Why did it happen? Because of all of the bowing, the kneeling, and the bowing. The person should always daven in a building, in a room that has windows. Like it says in the Pasuk, like the Pasuk Daniel says, there's windows open. In other words, the Pasuk describes Daniel's davening, and it makes the point that there was windows open to that room. So there's an Indian that when you daven, there should be windows. You can look out to the Shemaim, to the sky. Now you would think a person should daven all day long. No, three times a day. You might have thought that it was only when he came into the Gaila, into Galas, into Bavel. That's when that began. No, he says, 
In other words, it says that he used to do that before this. In other words, he was davening now in the Galos three times, but that was a custom that he had even before. You would think a person can daven facing any direction he wants. The Pasuk says, No, then you'll daven facing Yerushalayim. And you would think you could include your three tefillahs one after the other. Just do three in a row, three tefillahs a day, but in a row. No, according to the first day, David, and that's what he refers by David Melch, the Sivit says in the Pasuk, and Tilim, Erev, Vavaykar, and Saraim. So this is Tilas Erev, and this is Tilas Vavaykar, Shachis, and Tilas Saraim. Now you would think you should make your voice heard when you daven. Her voice wasn't heard, she davened quietly. So from there we're going to feel as when should be quietly. And he would think that first a person should ask for his needs, and then daven, meaning then praise Hashem. No, that's before Shaydei Shlaimi, that that's not the right way around. Shlaimi you first listen to the song, and then to the Tvila when we're asking for what we need. So Rina's Tvila meaning praising Hashem. And Tvila Zubakasha, and Tvila Zubakasha is asking Hashem for what we need. So first we sing to Hashem, and then we ask for what we need. That's in Shmanesh, the first three brachas are brachas where we praise Hashem, and then we daven for what we need. Now, you shouldn't be saying anything after Emes Viatif, meaning after the Emes Viatif, which ends in the brach of Baruch Hashem Gal Yisrael. So then right away you start Shmanesh. After that you don't say anything, you just start Shmanesh right away. But after you finish Shmanesh, even if you want to say like a whole video of Am Kippur, you could. Which we talk to do in Yom Kippur. It was also said, Even though Chazal said you can ask for your needs in Shemiat Fila, and maybe that's the most appropriate time, but if you want to say something, you want to ask for something after your Shemiat or if you forgot it in Shemiat Fila, you can say it. If you look at Shemiat Kippur, even like Yom Kippur, you can say you can add it whenever you want after the Daphne. Om Rav Amnunas. Rav Amnunas said, How many great halachas? Important halachas could we learn from these psukim of Chana? We mentioned Chana davening quietly, so from that whole parsha of Chana's tefillah, where she was davening for a child, and eventually that was where Shmuel came from, but we learn from there the halachas of tefillah. So it says, She was talking, what does it mean, Aliba? From here you learn the Mispala, when a person davens, he has to focus his heart, you have to have kavana. And then it says, Only her lips were moving. So from here, when the person has to cut the words with his lips, in other words, he has to enunciate them carefully. Carefully, but then it says, Her voice wasn't heard. So here you learn that you're not allowed to raise your voice during your davening. Now it says, Eli thought that Hannah was drunk. From here you learn that a shikar is not allowed to daven.